Good morning or good day. We give thanks to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, the Lord of hosts, who liveth and reigneth forever. Thank God we are all alive. You are hearing me this morning shows that you are living so. So let the living soul praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning we are talking about zeal. Zeal of God. The zeal of the Lord. One composer said, the seal of God has consumed me. He burns in my heart. A shining light that cannot be quenched. A fire that cannot be born. Fire of God. The zeal of God. When you are talking about Prophet Elijah and Prophet Elijah, there is no dull moment. At the time when Jezebel was trying to kill him, his zeal stayed there. In what way? He did not commit suicide. He went to God again. He's still praying. He's, he prayed to God. Father, come and kill me. That means he still even had the eagerness to pray. He's still praying. Using prayer to talk to God. I'm ready to die. Come and kill me now. Prayer. It's still part of the zeal. Don't use it in a negative way. But it shows that there is no dull moment. Even the time that Jezebel said, I will kill you. He was not downcast. He was not sitting down. But the Bible said, he prayed. He prayed to God. God, come and take my life. Come and remove me. Come and take me up. That means prayer was so paramount in the life of prophet Elijah. Zeal for God. In 1 Kings chapter 18, Verse 1 and verse 16 to 19. Bible says, And the word after and it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go, show thyself unto him, and I will send rain upon the earth. Verses 16 to 19. So Abadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. And it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said to him, Are thou ye that troubled Israel? And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, in that ye have forsaken the commandment of the Lord, and thou hast followed badly. Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel. And the prophets of Baal, 450, and the prophets of the groups, 400, which eat at Jezebel's table. Another one, about 850 herbalists, with all assorted charms and amulets, gather together against one man. Ratio 1 to 850. I don't know what mathematician will classify that one to. Ratio 1 to ratio. One to eight hundred and fifty. One man against eight hundred and fifty Babalao Habalis. They are gathered together. What is zeal? Wherever the zeal of God is, we usually observe there are seven things that goes along with zeal for God. Number one, there is always it's always preceded by God's leading. Preceded by God's leading. There will be a leading. First King 18, 1 King 18.1, the word of the Lord came. God spoke. You must have heard the word, maybe about evangelism, about the dying word, about the perishing word. And through that, you are motivated to move out, start preaching the word anywhere, anyhow, anytime, in season and out of season. Sometimes you have a message about holiness, and that stirs you up. 
to desire to live holy. So that if possible, God can take you away as he took Enoch. Sometimes it could, about, it could be about the word of God, how powerful the word is. And decide that I'm going to read the whole Bible within three months. I'm going to read the whole Bible within five months. Zeal of the Lord of hosts. Sometimes it could be from now henceforth, I will walk uprightly before God. From now henceforth, nobody will take away my service from me in the house of God. Zeal of God manifests in various ways. So, wherever there is, there is only preceded by God's leading. God will have led you. Number two, you cannot predict how far it will take you. When you have the zeal of God, you cannot really predict. Because it is not your zeal. It is the zeal of God deposited in your life. Elijah started by confronting Ahab. And gradually from there, he told him, gather them together. 450 prophets of Bali, 400 prophets of Asherah, let them gather together. Let's meet together in a place. That, is, that was how it started. That's it started. From there, it continues until he was able to terminate the life of all the 850 Abadis called prophets of Baal. So when the zeal of God comes upon you, you cannot really predict, say, this is where it is stopped. It's a, a shining light, a fire that cannot be quenched. I pray that God will create a zeal in your life this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Three, the initial courage and confidence is always there. When you have the zeal of God, you notice that courage and confidence is always there. Initial courage. That you are confident, you have courage in God. First Kings chapter 18, verse 22 to 24. Then said Elijah to the people, I, even only I remain, a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophet are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks. Let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on wood and put no fire under. And I will dress the other bullock and lay it on the wood and put no fire under. And you call on the name of your gods and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answered by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, It is well spoken. When you have the zeal of God, courage and confidence always accompany it. He had the courage, he had the confidence in God to challenge all those false prophets. Number four, as long as you are following the right direction with the zeal that God has given you, God is ready to support you with all of heavenly resources. When the zeal of God consumes you, even in the course of preaching the word, in the course of living holy life, God of heaven will be backing you up with all resources available at his disposal. In verse 33 to 35 of 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 33 to 35, the Bible says, And he put the wood in order, and cut the bullock in pieces, and laid him on the wood, and said, Fill four barrels with water and pour it on the burning sacrifice and on the wood. And he said, do it the second time. And they did the second time. I said, do it the third time. And they did the third time. And the water ran about the altar. And he filled the trench also with water. That is what God can do. And verse 38, then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stone and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. That's what God can do. In the zeal of God is there. God decided to back you up with all of heavenly resources. And that was the first time God released a kind of fire that can consume water and burn stone. It has never happened. 
It started from the natural. Natural fire can burn sacrifice. Natural fire can burn the wood. After the first and the second, the remaining three elements are what natural fire cannot. That is the fire of God. God released a fire that had ever been used before. The fire that burned stones, burned the dust, and licked up all the water. When you have the zeal for God, God decided to back you up. I pray that heaven will back you up this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. And whatever you are doing for God, are you sweeping the house of God? Are you a choir member? Are you an usher? Are you a sanctuary keeper? Are you an interpreter? Are you an instrumentalist? Whatever you are doing for God, do it with the zeal of the Lord. God is ready to back you up. Even wherever you are, God is ready to support you. Number five, the awesomeness of God will manifest. Wherever the zeal of God is, awesomeness. We see God at work. The awesomeness of God. Verse 38 and 39, God manifests His awesomeness. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burned the sacrifice and the wood and the stone and the dust and licked up the water that was in the flames. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord is God. The Lord is God. They saw the awesomeness of God. They were afraid. They, they, they saw the awesomeness of God. They bowed. They confessed. Nobody led them to pray sinner's prayer. They just did it automatically because they saw God at work. They saw fire, burning stone. They saw fire, burning dust. They saw fire, leaking up all the waters. It was strange. So wherever the zeal of God is, the awesomeness of God manifests. Number six, the vessel God uses at the moment possesses extraordinary strength. When you have the zeal for God, it releases extraordinary strength for you. Strength that is more than the extra. First King 18 verses 45 and 46. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heavens was black with cloud and wind, and there was a great rain. And he abroad and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he gathered up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. He ran before he overtook him. Someone was riding horses. Another one was walking on the leg. And the person that was walking with his leg overtook the person that was riding horses. Extraordinary strength. God did it for Philip in the book of Acts of Apostles. That power of God is still available when you have the zeal of the Lord. Enemies will submit willingly. That's number seven. When the zeal of the Lord is there, Verse 39, when the people saw what happened, they bowed and confessed the Lord is God. I pray for you this morning, your enemy will submit for you in the mighty name of Jesus. But not without the zeal of the Lord. Do you have the zeal? If you have it, what are you saying for? In the house of the Lord, when it's time to interpret, are you, beg are you begged before you do it? When it's time to sing, are you paid to sing for God? When it's time to do ocean work, do people beckon on you? Do people beg you before you do it? Is the zeal of the Lord there? You have the favor. Are you tireless in working for God? You have the devotion for God. You have the determination to further the work of God, to make sure the work of God is increased. Are you diligent in working for God? What of the enthusiasm? Are you, in, you have the enthusiasm. You have powerful interest in the things of God. 
No dumb moment for Elijah and Elisha. They are burning for God. So where is the seed in your life? Where is that unquenchable fire? I pray this morning the Lord will return it back. If you have lost it in the mighty name of Jesus, and if you still have it, you will not depart from you. When will you spend one hour in prayer? When will you pray two hours? When will you withdraw to read 10 chapters? When will you withdraw yourself? The short break you are going to have this December. Use it with the zeal of the Lord of hosts. Live holy life. Study the word of God. Preach the gospel. Evangelize. And God will help you. He will be with you in the mighty name of Jesus. The world with the saints of old. They have the zeal of God. King David said, The zeal of thy house has consumed me. Let the zeal of God consume you. And God will manifest extraordinary power through you in the mighty name of Jesus. And your enemies will submit. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.